Good evening, Mervor Abusay. Started last night, Bezer Hashem, the fourth parak here of Oedas Elikim, and Chavis told us that really this stimulus of our obligation to serve Hashem that comes through the understanding of Torah, we have to say, what is Torah? And he explained to us very clearly, Torah is the will of Hashem in how we are supposed to serve Him, that He imparted through prophecy to an individual, namely Moshe Rabbeinu, and then gave it over to us. And this acceptance of this Torah enables us through fulfilling it to get schar in this world and the next world. And this is all just because of Hashem's great chesed to us. And the Torah can be divided into three parts, he said. All of Torah obligations are divided into three parts. Number one, that's tzivui. There's obligations that we must do. There are azhorois. There are prohibitions, things we can't do. And then there is mutter, things that are permissible. So, we began last night, Things that are we're commanded to do can be divided into two subparts. One is going to call mitzvahs of the heart, things that only a person does with his lay, with his machshava, his thought. And then there's a second category which he does not only with thought, but with action. So the first category is mitzvahs halavavos, which is what? It's things that are done through belief in our heart, such as what? Believing in the oneness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That we are complete, we are whole, wholehearted with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as we explained last night. And we continue the list of love and trusting Him. Now, Chavos Avavos has a whole shahar called Shara Bitochen. There's many svarim written on Bitochen. Levtoyach by Hashem, the, the, the uh, Rosh writes in his Orchus Chaim LaRosh, Levtoyach by Hashem. We have this commandment to have Bitochen in Hashem. And there's so many different psukim throughout Novi, throughout Ksuvim, throughout Nervim Ksuvim, Davra Melech writes it time and again about Bitochen. There's a uh, famous Pasik, we say it in, uh, it's in the Alalukas, Al Tivtchu Vendivim, Beven Adam Sheshua. Al Tivtchu, don't trust Benedivim. A Nadiv is someone who is, has a gracious heart, who has a generous heart and wants to give. He's a Nadiv, he's a giver, he's generous, and he wants to promise that he's going to, to do for you. And yet, the Navi says, Don't trust the Nadiv. Why not? He's a good person. He seems to be able to carry forth what he intends to do. Why should I not trust him? Oh, you know why? Because he's a human being. Because at the end of the day, he's a human being. It's not to him the Teshua, the Yeshua, the salvation is not going to come from him. Any salvation only will come from HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself. And therefore the Pazik says, David HaMelech says, Al Tiftechu Vendim, don't place your trust in him. You, you may have to ask somebody a favor. 
You may have to ask somebody to do something for you. You may have to thank him for his benevolence. But don't trust him. Ha, he's gonna want his, he's the one who's going to help me out. Oh, I feel secure. I feel safe. Because he's gonna help me out. And he's a nodif. He's a generous heart. Al tiftuvendivim. Why? Because Beven Adam Sha'in Loi Teshua. Because he's only a human being and the 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 result if a person is going to get a Yeshua salvation in any which way, in any type of situation. It's not up to the Ben Adam, it's only up to Akarish Baruch Which brings us to mention something the Ramban in last week's Parsha, Parsha's Chukas. Klal Yisrael speaks bad about the Mun. And it was an affront to Akarish Baruch and against Meish Rabbeinu. And Hashem sends these fiery serpents to start biting these snakes with venom or biting the people. Many people died. And they finally did tshuva. They said, We We spoke bad. We spoke ill about Hashem and you. Please, and take away this deadly plague. So my Shabbat Davids and Hashem says, Make a fiery serpent. And my Shabbat makes a copper snake. And put it on a pole. And we know the Pesach says, everybody looked to the, to the pole, anyone who was bitten, if he looked at the pole, he was healed. And already the Mishnah Mishnah Rosh Hashanah says, Is it the snake? Is this just fiery snake? This copper snake? Is that really what could make a person live or die? Ella says the Mishnah When they look heavenward and they dedicate their heart to Hashem, Hashem heals them. But the Ramban points out in the parsha, it says, really, from a medical standpoint, we know, he says from the doctors, that if somebody gets bitten by a certain rabid animal, the doctors know not only not to show an image of that animal. Don't even mention that animal in this person's vicinity because it will have a detrimental effect on his illness. In other words, he is so tense about the bite that he got from this particular animal. If you even mention the name of that animal, certainly if you show an image of that animal to the person, it will have a harmful effect on him. And here yet, over here, says the Ramban, Moshe Rabbeinu was told, take the exact serpent, take a snake that they were bitten with, which should do the opposite, and put that on top of the pole that everybody could see it. Why did Hashem do that? He says, Hashem did it to show, it's Hashem meimisu machaya. It's not the serpent, it's not the bite, it's not the poison, it's Hashem who gives life and takes away life. And to prove that point, who says, I'll show you one time now, use the exact thing they were bitten with, which really, naturally speaking, from a Derech Teva standpoint, from a standpoint of nature, it should be harmful to them. And you'll see I'm going to heal them. The Rabban points out earlier in the Torah, Parshish B'Shalach, there were the waters that they couldn't drink, it was undrinkable water. 
And there again, Moshe Rabbeinu says, Hashem, what should I do? Hashem says, throw in this piece of wood. And this piece of wood was bitter. It came from a bitter plant, this this uh, this bark. Throw it into the water. And he threw it into the water. And then, it sweetened up the water. It was a bitter stick. How can it sweeten the water? It will sweeten the water. And one last case that he brings from Elisha Hanavi. When he was in the city over there and they couldn't drink the water also, it was awful tasting water. So he commanded them, what did he do? He instructed them and put in salt into the water. Could you imagine if you have putrid water and you add salt to it, it's only going to make it more undrinkable. And yet, that is exactly what happened. It made it edible then. It made it drinkable water. And all of these three examples Hashem gave to show don't trust in anything and anyone except in the one above. And that is a chibas habavas. That is something that we carry in our hearts. And the truth is, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives a person numerous opportunities on a regular basis to place our trust in HaKadosh Baruch Hu as opposed to somebody else, as opposed to society, as opposed to the system, as opposed to nature, as opposed to people. Trust in Hashem. And that's a mitzvah. Not only will it make us feel better, not only will it give us calm and security, but it's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah of cheves salvavis. It's a mitzvah salvavis to place our trust in Hashem at any given time, at any given moment. And Hashem affords us a lot of those opportunities. We continue the list. The Himasare love to give ourselves over to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In other words, let Hashem guide us. Let Hashem lead the way. Sometimes we get so caught up in trying to control everything. And we think that we are in control of our destiny. But a person takes a step back and says, you know what, we're overdoing it. Hishtadlus, putting an effort, that's a mitzvah. But it has a limit. It has its limitations. Where do I have to do? How much I have to do? Beyond that, you shouldn't be doing. Beyond that, it's too much. When a person feels already he's doing the ishtadlas, that he thinks that he's in control, he thinks that it's his effort that's going to bring a result, it's already too much ishtadlas. The himasre love. Give it over, Takarish Baruch Give him over, Hashlech Alashem Yehovcha. Throw your peckle on Takarish Baruch That's Chavis Halavavis. Uritzai's big Zerasai. It's. Each one of these items we could spend time on. To desire his gezerah. To want what he is gezer, what he decrees. Because tells us in Shar Chesh Ben if you recall, he quotes a Pasuk in Tehillim. Kol Orchais Hashem Chesed Vemes. All the ways of Hashem, Davar HaMelech says, is either chesed or emes. It's one of the two. Chesed is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives a person a challenge, and through the challenge, if he accepts that challenge, and he realizes this is a challenge from Hashem, this is a test I'm being put up to, it's Hashem's chesed that I'm going to afford you the ability to accept the challenge and want it because it's me, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who's doing it, and through that, you're going to get great reward in this world and the next. Or it's MS, 
MS means it's something that's din. It's strict judgment. In other words, a person is getting it because he deserves punishment. But says Chavis is there's two ways that a person could accept the punishment that he's getting. He could either say, oh, this is awful, it's terrible. I know, Hashem is dealing this out to me, but it's terrible. I wish I wouldn't have it. That's one way. The other way he's saying is, I'd rather life be different. But if this is what Hashem wants, I accept it wholeheartedly. And Chavis says, that's the only way to get schar for the tests that were given, for the, for the areas of tests and the areas of punishment that were given. It's only a kapora. It's only really an atonement if the person accepts it with ruts and he accepts it. He says, Hashem, you're giving this to me. I accept it from you. Either as an atonement, a punishment, an atonement, or an opportunity to get more schar. I think that's all includes, included in Uritzais Bigzerosek. Continuing along the Hamein Beneviyov Uvetirosek. To believe in Hashem's prophets and in Hashem's Torah that the, that the prophets teach. The Yiroi Oisoy and to fear Hashem. When things happen in the world that are frightening, a person can be frightened because of everything around them. A person can be frightened because of evil people in the world. A person can be frightened because of natural disasters. Or he can be afraid of the only thing we should be afraid of in this world. And that's HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu makes sometimes people to be afraid of Him. The Pesach in the end of Kayala says, Hashem makes the certain things in order for us to have fear from Him. So instead of being afraid of this natural disaster, being afraid of this illness, being afraid of this terrorist, we should be afraid of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. V'yir Ushmar mitzvah and to keep his mitzvahs. Now, keep his mitzvahs, what does that mean? Must mean ushmar to anticipate. This is a mitzvah halvavis. To anticipate in our heart and our minds, we're ready to do a mitzvah when it comes our way. Another thing that Chavis writes in this list, to contemplate, to think about the wonders of our Kodesh Baruch Hu. There are so many wonders that Hashem does on a regular basis, and then there are miracles that He does from time to time, which just express HaKadosh Baruch Hu's greatness in the world. And it's incumbent upon us to contemplate those happenings, those events. To contemplate Hashem's wonders and miracles. And that's in thought. And to analyze the goodness and the kindness of Hashem. And really there's more to this list, but we're just going to exhaust the pages over here. So Chavazimavah says we're going to stop here. But this is just a list, a short list of mitzvahs halavavis. And again, it's really he's just saying it in passing, but this is one of the great rishonim, that every word that he writes is exacting, is golden. That's what we're taking the time just to explain what does really mean, the depth, the so many different mitzvahs halavavah, so many opportunities that we have to get mitzvahs, to get elam haza, to get elam haba, through mitzvahs halavavah. Agutenacht.